The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome to the Tuesday episode of Brutal Nation. I'm your host, the illustrious Scott Alexander, feeling pretty sexy today, wearing nipple tassels and a kilt. Right, <laughs> right across from me is Laura Jameson. I say hi, Laura. Hi. All righty. So I'm going to butcher some French names today, just letting you all know, <laughs> because I've already forgot how to pronounce this dude's last name, uh, like Fortnite or something like that. Fonare. That was it. Yeah, that works. So let's let, let's try this. Fuck me. <laughs> Give me French ones because he can't even speak English. That's fucking great. One of Mich- Michel's Bonnaray's favorite things to do was to take his wife and infant son out for a nice drive in the country. <clears throat> By the way, the guy's name is Michel Bonnaray. If you guys haven't guessed that one already, you did it! Yeah, yay! The picture of easy living in France. However, this wasn't your typical family. Their excursions didn't end up with a nice picnic on a hillside. They ended up with rape, torture, mutilation, and the murder of a young virgin. So they're sacrificing virgins already in France. Okay, that's great. All right. (laughs) It's all in a fun day there. Fun family trip. That was a family fun right there. Hey, kids, let's go and rape and murder. That's great. That's awesome. When the media found out about his crimes, they dubbed him the Ogre of what the fuck? Ardenus? We gonna go with Ardenus? Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Make no mistake, the crimes he committed were monumental. However, to see the tiny little man they arrested, you wouldn't think he was capable. Then again, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. That is very true. I've dated some really small women that yeah, she she seems harmless, and then pretty soon they're standing over you with a knife. Because, you know, women are crazy. Run. Just run. (laughs) Fucking run. Women are all nuts. So, origins of the little man and his early criminal activity. Michel Fonore was born in uh, Sedan, France on April 4th of 1942. Sedan is approximately 6.5 miles from the border of Belgium. His mother was a housekeeper and his father was a medical worker. According to the reports, uh, he was known uh, to be a quieter child with an IQ above average. He also enjoyed playing chess and listening to classical music. Oh, my God, he's the small size of me. He's, just, he's, just, he's a small version of me because I like classical music and I love playing chess. Yeah. Great. Here we go. Let's, if I can, let's make one about Scott, but a mini version, like a mini me part of him. A real Hannibal Lecter in the making. Oh, boy. I wonder if he had a friend named Clarice. Yes. Although I'm still screaming. (laughs) By the time Fonare became an adult, he struggled to remain employed. Reports indicate that he never had a job for any significant amount of time. However, this is not an uncommon trait when it comes to psychopaths. Oh, apparently I'm not a psychopath because I've had jobs for, you know, that have lasted forever. Very cool. Apparently I am. Um, (coughs) I'm just not made. I, I just... I don't like to work. <laughs> I just, that's why I, don't I keep like I, to work for other people. I keep on eyeballing you for the same reason. I'm pretty no. sure she's going <laughs> to fucking electrocute me with either your lightning nipples. You're going to like whack me with a goddamn butter knife, or my my shears. You know, yeah, or shears, or shears. That scares the shit out of me, man. They seldom are able to maintain steady employment, mainly because uh, 
hunting their next victim takes priority over any need to make a living. Voteray's employment record consists of jobs in forestry and education. However, some say that his true passion in life was his steady string of convictions. <laughs> hey, man, shoot for the stars. You know. Yes. Fame. <laughs> Wasn't that a TV show? I was just thinking the same thing. I was getting we ready. listened to the... It was a movie first. Oh, that's right. I'm getting ready to yes. like, lean back on my, on my chair and like have water dumped on me. That's Flashdance. Was that Flashdance? That's Flashdance. Oh, wrong movie. <laughs> I know my 80s movies. <laughs> I, I like to flash, and I, but I can't dance, so there you go. <laughs> because when it comes to being white, I'm very white. I cannot dance. That is actually true. Very true. Okay. Again, it, it just shows what, psychopath, what a psychopath he truly was, and not a psychopath like some might suggest. The first time Fodoray was arrested was in 1966, and it was for a child molestation charge. Uh, it's a baby raper. What, raper. what a dick. This resulted in the, the demise of his first marriage. Well, I'd imagine so, man. Your wife finds out that you like to you know, have sex with little kids. That's a problem. Yeah, it's, not, it's like, um, we can't work through that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Don't like baby rapers. Not long after that, he married again, of course. He and his second wife went on uh, to have three children together. Because, you know, he and likes children. And what did he do to them? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. However when, when, however, when he again wound up in jail with a rape and indecent assault of a minor charge, his second wife said, adios, bitch nachos. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> and I'm taking these kids with me. I'm taking the kids with me. <laughs> For Funeray was sitting in jail on those charges when he decided to place an advertisement in a local Catholic magazine requesting a pen pal. Okay. <laughs> dear, dear local priest, do you like children? I like children too. God. Why don't we, th- why don't we talk about the children together? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> a little bit of wine, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of molestation. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm not right in the head. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Need to have different pills, I guess. Monique Oliver, a nurse and a single mother of three, saw his ad and responded in kind. <clears throat> Some might question why, but from what I could gather, she had an issue with self-esteem herself, and that is actually really prevalent. Like, yes. A lot of people who get involved with these types of people have self-esteem issues. Yep. You know, that's why, you know, uh, when I was dating chicks that were mostly models, I didn't say shit to them because the second they think that you don't give a fuck about them, they're like, I need to raise my self-esteem and I'm going to blow this guy. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, great. Sam? Good idea. <laughs> I'm a pig. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you or some other guy? No, me, man. Oh, it's you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought, well, okay. No, I, I've told that this, makes sense. <laughs> I've told this story before. So like when I was going to industry parties. I thought parties, you meant somebody else and that's the bullshit <laughs> part. Okay. So when, when when I was going to industry parties, you would see the hot, the hottest chicks, man, and guys flocking all over them like, you know, buzzards around a dead body. Right. And not me. I'd, I'd give them a little glance, you know, wave high and sit there and drink my drink. And by the end of the night, I would say nine times out of ten, the chicks with the big tits that are really fucking hot would come over Okay, so you didn't even come up and say hi to me. And you're like, yeah. no, no. So I'm not interested. I'm going to sit here and drink my drink. I'm going to talk to the, you know, to the musicians. No. Okay, so like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Everything. 
Everything. So many things. I was like, number one, I'm I'm lazy and I don't want that much competition. And you got plenty of guys, so I'm gonna go now. And almost every time they're, you need to call me. Okay, here's my number. <laughs> call me. So what you do? The, there's a, a challenge. A oh, totally. So you wait. You wait for about a week, and then you give them a call. You go, hey, it's happened to find your number. They're gonna call and say hi. And by that night, almost every time, I'm banging them. <laughs> The man with the plan. Oh, fuck yeah, man. It's 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 all psychology. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that think that models and shit like that have high self-esteem, no, think again. No, no, <laughs> no. They are easy targets to have sex with. Because like I said, I'm a fucking pig. 100%. They are people too, though. No, models no, are Please don't kill them. Yeah, don't <laughs> kill the fucking models for fuck's sakes, man. Poor models. Mm. Apparently, as a child, Oliver had a significant stutter. I wonder if she had her tonsils and uvula removed. Yeah. I'm just curious. <laughs> she went to England. Even though she seemed to have grown out of it, when she became an adult, she became involved with several physical abusive men. Of course. Yeah, because that's very atypical right yes. there. Uh, when they began corresponding with each other and she learned uh, of his proclivities, they made a deal. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not making a deal with the devil. Oh, yeah. Oliver told Fort, uh, Fort Array. Did I get that right? Fort, yeah. Fort, yes, yeah. Fort Array. Yeah. She would do what she could to help him, quote, hunt virgins. She just had one condition. He had to help her murder her ex-husband. Oh, well, that's pretty easy. That's not hard. <laughs> and only part of that bargain would be fulfilled. Can you guess which part? Yeah. You want to take a little guessy pill? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a guess. Yeah. Several amateur psychologists have debated Fort uh, Fort Ray's Fort Ray uh, Fort Ray's uh, need and obsession to have virgin victims. Some attribute it to the fact that he had a significant issue with premature ejaculation. Uh, yes. No, that'll happen, man. Like the two-second man. Like I'm ready. Oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've known I've known a lot of those. Unfortunately, that actually makes me super sad for you. Yeah, before before John, my sex life was sad. <laughs> it was sad. I'm gonna admit <laughs> well, it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you the kind of messed up thing. Like if a girl comes instantly, that is amazing. But if a guy does it, like I'm ready and uh, finished, that is that's that's the end of the road yeah, right there. Ah, that's it. Yeah, you're like that's all. You didn't even barely put it in, dude. You just Fuck. looked at it. <laughs> 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 Fucking good times. <sighs> uh, premature ejaculation. Well, yeah, that's what yeah. I was getting at. Yeah, I, yes. you, you women can have orgasm over after orgasm. We're good for one or two. Okay, so therefore, if he were to have a virgin, they wouldn't have to experience... They, oh, they, they wouldn't have the experience to know uh, of his condition that, you know, warranted criticism. So right. They can't sit they there and go, They had no ha, idea ha, 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 what to expect. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, I'm pretty sure they still did, but fuck it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that came out later, no pun intended, was that <laughs> Oliver not only went out hunting with them, she had uh, other duties she had to fulfill as well. For instance... Once, he had a victim in mind. She had to physically inspect them to make sure that they were, in fact, a virgin. And they met 
his criteria. Oh, boy. Like, yeah, no, she hasn't been banged before. Hyman's still intact. Bang yeah. Away. This time, Fortaray was sentenced to serve seven years for his, for his charges. However, with good behavior and time served, he served less than three years in total. What the? F- what is with that lately? Well, yeah, I'm seeing that a lot, man. People, yeah. get, you have a life sentence or something like that, and it's like, but he served one month. Yeah. He was released from prison in 1987. His quote, "Bloody Muse," as he referred to Oliver. It's was, Olivier. I just realized. Is it Olivier? It's Olivier. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling her Oliver. <laughs> this is France, and I just Olivier. looked at the spelling, that so it's Olivier. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So here I am. I'm going to just fuck up the podcast. That's great. His bloody muse, as he referred to Olivier, was waiting at the prison gates uh, for him to walk through. She's like, oh, I missed you so much. (laughs) Because you're every killer in the world to me. Oh, my God. Within a matter of two months, the pair was out hunting for virgins, and their killing spree began. So... Here's some victims and some timelines, and we'll get into some other shit. These are the known victims. On December 11th of 1987, Isabel Lavilla, age 17. July 8th of 88. What the fuck? Fabienne. Okay. Fabienne Leroy. Leroy? Yeah. Leroy. Okay. Age 20. March 18th of 89. Jean Marie. Okay. Thank you. Uh, What the fuck? You know what? Fuck these names. There were people who died. No. <laughs> Let's say that, just say yeah. their names and, like or one, their ages, two, I mean. Three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven fucking victims is what he's being. And they tra- were young. Right, aging from, the, from 12 up to 22. So yeah. fairly young. Good luck finding a 22-year-old virgin nowadays. You can't even find those <laughs> at the bazaar. You go to the mall. Like Walmart doesn't even sell that shit. No. God, no. <laughs> Start real early there. <laughs> The bizarre things that happened during the trial. Apparently, uh, Fort Array didn't have requ- have didn't just have requirements prior to raping and murdering his victims. He made a request to the courts that any female juror at his trial prove that their prior uh, that prior to marriage they were a virgin. I'm How? not the one on trial here, yeah, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> these are these are your jurors, man. Their vaginas have nothing to do. Nothing with you. to do with you. Yeah. However, like his request to ban the media from the courtroom, the proof of virginity was denied. Yeah, good. That's kind of, that's a common sense thing. I can even see some, <laughs> I can even see the most liberal of judges sitting there going, "What the fuck? What? Yeah, no. Yeah." You moron. <laughs> Throughout the entire two months uh, that he was on trial in Charlesville, Mc- Missourizzi's? Go with that. Fort Array was no, entirely okay. uncooperative. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I butchered that one. I warned everybody. I warned you I'm going to okay. butcher some French shit. It's all right. And we have a French market. I'm sorry to you guys. I just can't pronounce your fucking words half the time because you guys have a lot of accents. But they should know this by now and be okay with that if That's they're still true. listening. If you're still listening to this show, you know that I butcher a lot of shit. <laughs> just not people. <laughs> so while he's in court, right? He's totally uncooperative. He refused to speak even when he was spoken to or asked a question. He's like, fuck you. No, I am not talking to you. <laughs> I am French. 
He never showed an ounce of emotion, and he had absolutely no remorse for his actions. He's like, fuck it. I just, I, you know, hunted down I did down what virgins. I did, and yeah, I'm okay with that. Exactly, but none of you have proven to me that you were a virgin. <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything. So I will not say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid Valjean. <laughs> But then again, I wouldn't expect him to show any remorse unless it was feigned. Because he is a psychopath. So. Well, exactly, man. He doesn't give two fucks. Well, yeah. he, he did. but He gives lots of fucks. <laughs> yeah. But not in the right direction. Only after certain criteria is met. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only after <laughs> Olivier uh, checks him out. Yeah. Then he, gives a fuck. he did, however, become enraged. For a brief moment, apparently he had a difficult time dealing with the fact that his docile and subservient wife was actually smarter than he was. No, seriously. When, when he discovered that, that she scored higher on her IQ test than he did, he was fucking pissed. Of course he was. How could she be smarter than me? Yeah. I drink the wine. She just looks for the virgins. <laughs> Stupid woman. Uh. The prosecutor painted a picture of Forderay with the jury by describing him as a uh, necrophiliac monster. Fucking hooked on phonics again. He said that the, uh, that the couple was, quote, a devil with two faces, although Olivier displayed some level of remorse for her actions. He criticized her uh, for her, quote, uh, deafening silence to the screams of the victims that she'd secured. Yeah. Which, totally, man. I mean, you're, you're not just a, a helpless victim in this. You're, no. You're the one who's actually procuring him and going, hey, I see that he's fucking these chicks up, but I don't care. And you're a woman doing this to other women. Yeah, that's jacked. Yeah. He said that, the, that perhaps Olivier was glad that she was finally an observer to the physical abuse and not the victim uh, uh, of it once again, which that I sort could of see. makes sense. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, I can kind of see that, but still, man, you would yeah. think cruelty. Fuck me. No matter her motivation, after the jury heard what she uh, was a party to, they found her guilty of being Fort Frederate's accomplice. Well, yes, she was. No, she totally. Yeah. 100%. Well, she was guilty in five of the cases, at least. For her part in procurement, rape, torture, mutilation, and the murders, she was given a 28-year sentence, but she was out by Tuesday. Yeah. I'm expecting it to come up. (laughs) Right, yeah. She was given 28 years, but they were like, you have served two weeks, now you go home. Have a bottle of wine. Now now that you've uh, professed yourself to be a devout Christian, because they always do that, too. That's right, and it was a a Catholic magazine that they, or newspaper or whatever it was that they met in, so, yeah. After a lot of self-flagellation. Okay, you believe in the pub, you go home. Yeah. Yeah. Take your wine with you. Butteray was found guilty of murder. They uh, determined that there was enough ev- uh, that there was enough to convict him of killing seven victims. He was chosen. Uh, he's chosen not to appeal his sentence. It, it was believed that he would die in jail. It was believed. So, so yeah, what what does that mean? That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm reading <laughs> now because now I'm scratching my head, going, "Huh, what's about to happen?" Yeah. 
crimes of Forderay and Olivia. Forderay and Olivia claimed their first victim in December of 1987. A 17-year-old Isabella Lavilla was walking home from school. The couple pulled up alongside of her in, in their van. It's always a fucking always. van. God damn it. I wonder if it said free candy or something on there. Or she's got a... The, the woman always has a baby, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. like, oh, see, it's just a nice family. Would you like it at home? See, yeah. We will not kill you. We yeah. have a baby and a van. Okay. <laughs> Everything's good. Sounds good to me. Let me hop in. Strangers I've never seen before mm-hmm. that look all sketchy. Yeah. They and told- this, this is 1987, yeah. so I don't want to hear the everybody got around hitchhiking <laughs> bullshit because that's not true in 1987. <laughs> oh, okay. I just had to say that. <laughs> They told her they were lost, and they asked her to get in the vehicle and help them with directions. <laughs> As Olivia wow. drove, he raped the teenager and murdered her. Great. Now, apparently there was, like, stupid-ass people in 87, because fucking, like, seriously, I, oh, yeah. hey, look, you can go down here to this road and take a left, and then take a right at the next one. Didn't work. You have to get in. You have to be like the Garmin and be a GPS. So you can go to the next fucking gas station and pick yourself up a map. Yeah, no kidding, man. Or, or, in, in, in her, in their defense, they could have looked for Dora the Explorer. That bitch always <laughs> has a map and a song. Yes. Little swiper, no swipe, a oh. little bit of I'm the map, I'm the map, map I'm, I'm the, the map, map, I'm yep. the map, I'm the <laughs> yes. map, and boom, they find right where they got to go. Yeah, super easy. Yeah, look for Dora, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Approximately seven months later, they abducted twenty-year-old. Fabienne Leroy. Fabienne. Is that Fabienne? It is. Okay. How about Fabian? That's a boy's name. Oh, so it's Fabian for a girl. And Fabian. Yes. Okay. Uh, Fabienne. Is that better? <laughs> That's better. They abducted 20-year-old <laughs> Fabienne Leroy. <laughs> and she had the wine. While she was at the <laughs> supermarket, probably shopping for wine. Stupid. Stupid American. And breathe. <laughs> As I smoke my long cigarette. <laughs> Her body was discovered the following day, and it was determined that she had been raped and shot in the chest. Oh, man, wasting some titties there if you're shooting God. her in the chest. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of vaginas and boobs. I can't help it. <laughs> Not long after that, Olivia and Forderay were married, and she gave birth to a son right around the same time they purchased a chateau along the border region with a French and France and Belgium. Well, at least she had a son and not a daughter, because we could imagine the outcome for that fucking daughter. Yeah. Some people have questioned how Fauteray came up with the funds to purchase such an extravagant That's what I was wondering. Yeah, Yeah. me too, man. Motherfucker can't hold a job. (laughs) Well, it's documented that while he was doing time, his cellmate was a former bank robber. (laughs) Uh-huh. uh-huh. He had I connections. See, let's see where this is going now. According to several reports, once he was released, he located the cellmate's wife and persuaded her to disclose where the money was located. He probably what? held a gun to her head. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, more persuaded likely. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck me running. Once she revealed where it was, he murdered uh, yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Because dead wives tell no tales. Exactly. <laughs> She's no longer a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> Not anymore. And I stole her wine. <laughs> and her escargot. <sighs> then, 
After Fortenay and Oliver purchased the Chateau in 1989, they targeted their youngest victim. This one is disgusting. They abducted 12-year-old Elizabeth Brichette from Namur, Belgium. I'm going to go with that. I think that. I think that's right. Yeah, close enough. She was listed as a missing person for 14 years until her remains were discovered buried Aww. on the property of the Chateau. Wow. Don't shit where you eat. Come yeah, on, no people. kidding, man. God damn. <laughs> Gotta be smarter than that. Well, plus, man, zombies. Do you want yeah. zombies? <laughs> that's how you get zombies. That's true. Coming back from the dead and shit, man. You raped me. Now I'm going to kill you. Oh, fuck zombies. I should have listened to Scott. That's mm-hmm. what I should have done. But no, nobody listens to me. <laughs> now that the couple had an infant son added to their overall picture, they posed even less of a threat. Of just course. like I said. Just yeah. Like, just like you said. <laughs> even though you're a stupid American. <laughs> smoke my big cigarette. After all, who questions whether or not they can trust an entire family over a single man or even a couple? Yep. Sometimes Fauteray and Olivia would claim their infant was sick and they needed the girl to get in their vehicle and uh, direct them to the nearest hospital. Just just go to the closest place and call 911. You would think, even in the 80s, or in the, is it 911 there or is it 999? Or, well, it's whatever their emergency number is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, call uh, that. Yeah, call go that. Go somewhere and call that. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, yell, where's the hospital? People are like, over here, motherfucker. Yeah. Honestly, even today, I think that ruse would be effective. I think it would, too. I because would not get in your car to do that. But You would get in my car, little girl. I would get in your <laughs> car. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. <laughs> <laughs> even better. <laughs> oh, my God. I do, yeah, I knew what I was getting <laughs> into when I got in the truck. <laughs> Holy shit. This is too much for me to fucking take. I need drugs. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I should be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Another one of their go-to ruses was when Olivia uh, was for Olivia to go out to the uh, in the vehicle alone. Then, once she was able to convince their victim to get in the car with her, she would drive around until she saw Fortier uh, waving an empty gas can on the side of the road. She'd stop and pick him up. He would rape her, mutilate her, torture her, and murder their victim. Fantastic, yeah. I, mean, I kind of like that they have a plan. I mean, it's fucked up, but at least they came up with plans. It wasn't something stupid. You I know? hope they're hosing that van out. Yeah, me too, man. Clean this stuff up, man. You don't want rotted carpet and stuff. That, that no. smell stays forever. Yeah. Like, use some tops. Yes. Tarps. <laughs> I'm not going to get in a van that has tarps laid out all over, especially... <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Come on. Someone's going to take care of me. As I fold up the tarps in my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Trap. Foiled again. Yeah. Oh, man. Votary used several methods to dispatch his victims with strangling and shooting being his preferred modes. However, he was also known to inject air embolisms and induce cardiac arrest in some victims. What an asshole. No kidding, man. This guy really wins the Asshole of the Year Award. I mean, fuck. Yeah. But even in death, his victims couldn't escape his sinister sexual advances. For instance, there was one time uh, Fortere stabbed a girl to death with a screwdriver. Oh. 
Then, when she was no longer struggling, he sodomized her corpse. You're fucked up. Not me. I didn't do it. I sodomized in nobody's corpse. (laughs) You in the general sense. Look, there was was a couple of times in college, but I I was high. Did they sign the waiver? They signed (laughs) a waiver. They said it was fine. They signed the waiver. It's okay. I paid that mortician good money. (laughs) And... It's for research purposes. You're going to end up uh, getting some formaldehyde on something that'll be... Oh, my God. Pre-embalming. Not yeah. <laughs> I found that, but that was kind of important. <laughs> That's uh, not good lube. It'll keep your junk, you know... That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Preserved. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia watched the entire scene unfold, and they later tried to... Uh, Recreate it in the bedroom. Okay. Kinky. Yeah. Fordery uh, preferred to dispose of his victims in shallow graves around their chateau. Oh, you got that one. Cool. Um, it's not surprising how they were able to get away with it for so long. Because, yeah, they're, they're burying the bodies right there. They're not going yeah, up Yeah, nobody's coming to look. Like. Yeah. However, even when each victim was reported missing or the remains were found, they still... They, they were still able to operate in virtual obscurity. Even though they're being found on their property? I'm thinking that she means the ones that aren't, weren't uh, on yeah. their property. Yeah. One moment. There we go. Where the fuck was I? Uh, mainly because each case was considered a one-off of the authority. So uh, yeah, just, uh, this is, this is, none of shit these Shit happens. Yeah. yeah. It's a shit happens case. Not to mention... Uh, Forderay and uh, Olivier, goddamn, would target victims on both sides of the border, and the authorities in France and Belgium would rarely, if ever, communicate with one another. They're like, "We don't like you, Belgians. No, we don't like you, French. No, yeah, fuck off. No, you fuck off. What's your <laughs> name? My name is Jacques. Fuck you, Jacques. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I dig. I can see that now. Okay. Yeah. No one had any idea that a serial killer was using the French Ardennes region. It is Ardennes, French Ardennes region, as a personal hunting ground. So here's how the couple got brought down. Considering there wasn't any pressure on the couple while they were uh, abducting, raping, torturing, and killing their victims, it's possible they might never have been arrested at all. In fact, they were brought to the attention of the authority. They weren't even brought to the attention of the authorities until 2003. So that's a long time. That's right there. a long time to be doing that. Because one of their victims managed to get away. Ooh. That's why I'm thinking they had way more than seven or eight victims. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> about fucking, what, all, damn near 20 years. Yeah. There's going to be more than that. Yes. Yeah. Fortere attempted to abduct a 13-year-old girl in 2003. That was around the same time that Mark Dutroux. Thank you. Mark Dutroux, a Belgian pedophile and suspected serial killer, had just been arrested. When Fortere grabbed the girl, he told that Dutroux, uh, he, he told her that Dutroux was nothing compared to him. Oh. Then he tied her up. And she's like, um, you got to pay extra for that, and we're not even in Thailand. <laughs> so that's bullshit. And I'm you only 13. I'm only 13. I'm not, I don't even get that part of my union card until I'm at least 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
Jesus. He's such a pig. Here he's talking about tying up 13-year-old <gasps> girls. What a fucking asshole. Bind, torture, <laughs> and kill. <coughs> I'm <here> killing myself. <laughs> the girl wasn't just going to be a helpless victim, though. She used her teeth like a rat. Nice. To bite, uh, to bite at the ropes until her wrists, uh, you know, so she could wiggle out of the ropes with her wrists. Then she opened the door of the moving van, and as soon as it came to a stop at an inter- intersection, she jumped out and she fucking ran. She's like, Good. adios, you assholes. Yeah. No, I'm out of here. Yeah. However, as she was getting away, she had the presence of mind to get the license plate well, number. This is a first. smart kid. <laughs> you know what? Proud of this little girl. Yeah. Very proud of her. The, ator- the authorities tracked down the vehicle and brought Fort. Uh, Fortaray and Olivia down to the station for questioning. You're coming with me, kid. <laughs> Going downtown. <laughs> While they were in separate interrogation rooms, the French police didn't realize that they were talking to the French version of Fred and Rosemary West, who we yes. featured. Uh, I can't remember the episode. I think it's somewhere in the... When David and... Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember the <coughs> the Bernies in Australia. Oh, there was them, yeah. 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 Every country has one. <laughs> it seems like. True. In fact, the only thing that they had going for them was the fact that Olivia was under the mistaken impression that they knew more than they actually did. Oh. Yeah. When she thought they knew everything, she was hoping to get a lighter sentence for herself. So she told them everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> well. That and the fact that Dutro's wife just received a 30-year sentence for her participation worked in the favor of the authorities as well. As yeah. Well. The first murder Olivia, conf- uh, Olivia confessed to was similar to the abduction and death of Joanne Parsh, uh, a Leeds University student. She was last seen in 1990 in Burgundy. When the investigators went to talk to Forderay after her confession, he too began to spill his guts. Because you know now, now it's just a matter of trying to leverage for a bit lighter sentence against each other. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, throw yep. each other under the bus. Yep. He readily admitted to being a part of several murders. However, he has always maintained that he did not commit that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we believe you. <laughs> We're ready to believe you. We don't believe you. Yeah, we don't believe you. I think he's full of shit. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So here's some other murders that they may have committed or that he may or may have or whatever. There are a couple of French journalists that believe that Forderay was responsible for the death of former Minister of Labor, Robert Bolin. Wow. He hmm. was murdered shortly after uh, it was discovered that he had part of... Uh, he was he was taking part in a real estate scandal. The journalists based their theory on a letter Forderay wrote to Olivier shortly after their capture. Now, I don't think that's him. Hmm. And let me tell you what, because it's 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 not his deal. He likes young virgins. Mm-hmm. He's not after old dudes. No, that have real estate scandals. He can care less about that. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen Ranuki. Happened to be one of the last people to receive the death penalty in France. He was charged and convicted on June 3rd of 1974. Abduction, the murder of an eight-year-old Marie Dolores 
Rambia. Rambia. We'll go with that. It sounds right. <laughs> Some have speculated that Forderay was the true perpetrator in that case. I wouldn't have put it past him. Yeah, that, that sounds like it's right up his alley, right? Yeah. Especially since uh, Renuki confessed and then retracted his confession. Mm-hmm. Forderay was thought to be in the area during the time that the girl was uh, abducted. Also, he and Renuki particularly had matching vehicle practically had matching vehicles during the time as well. Maybe well, because you have to have that kind of van. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what you, you go to the child molester yeah. fucking warehouse, and they say we're issuing you a van. That's just that's here what you, you go. Get. Yep. Forderay has always maintained that he is that he was not involved with this crime either. He said that he could not have committed the murder because he was working in Paris at the time. Therefore, he must not have, because we all know how honest and forthcoming killers are known to be. <laughs> so, since he uh, said he didn't do it, well, yeah, maybe. Mm. So here's what happened to this ass clown. On May 10th of 2021, 79-year-old Michel Forderay was admitted to the hospital with COVID-19-related symptoms. He was, extre- he was experiencing <laughs> respiratory issues, and shortly after arriving to the hospital, he was pronounced dead. Good. Still not good enough for him. I not think good enough, no, but... They should have, like, maybe anal raped him a little bit. At least he was dead. That's right. Give him a little bit of butt loving, you know? Something <laughs> there. He knows how it feels. <laughs> Secret butt lovers. Yeah. I would like them to do it with a screwdriver. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. That was a sick motherfucker. Yeah. All right, remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Hey, if you're listening to us on Spotify, remember, we got some quizzes and some questions that you can answer. Just have some fun with it, you know, because I try to make it as interesting as possible. Because, you know, fuck it, why not? <laughs> and if you feel the need to kind of help us out and buy us a cup of coffee, you could do that, too. We, you can donate as little or as much as you want. Every every penny helps. It really does. It helps the show out a lot. This show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.